86% of American adults take a vitamin supplement. Out of that 86%, only 24% received a test result from their doctor indicating they actually needed a vitamin supplement. Now, I emphasize doctor for a reason, which I'll get into a little bit later, because here's how people are choosing their vitamins. 39% decide on their vitamin from their own research, which is mostly the internet. 22% because it was recommended by a friend or family member. 13% make a decision based on how it looks on a store shelf. I am happy to report that 13% take recommendations from their trainers and nutritionists. But from my own perspective as a trainer, I still speak to a nutritionist before making a recommendation to my clients. And my recommendations include a recommendation to visit their doctor to make sure it's right for them. And this is scary. 6% of adults admit they took a specific supplement just because it was endorsed by a celebrity. These numbers are not okay. And generally speaking, the average American has way too little of an understanding about vitamins and minerals and how they affect their bodies. My name is Chris Fetchik, and this is step seven of the 52 Steps to You program, Dr. Vitamin. Let me first clarify that Dr. Vitamin is not a clever way of calling myself a vitamin expert. It is, however, a clever way of letting you know that we are combining a doctor's visit with today's topic of assessing your need to whether or not you should be adding or removing vitamin supplements to your daily routine. Now, I do quite a lot of research before recording these episodes. For this particular episode, I decided to take a detailed evaluation to see if I needed to take a vitamin supplement. The results were astounding and detailed, more than expected, but not the results I had expected. According to my evaluation, I needed supplements to increase potassium, B5, iron, B6, B12, vitamin C, B1, zinc, B2, magnesium, and vitamin A. Since I started tracking my food intake, I have been able to see where I'm at with my vitamins and where my vitamin levels are based on on what I eat. Well, I can say for sure I get warning flags on vitamin A and vitamin C for exceeding the daily requirement. So that's a contradiction. Of course, we're not all the same, and some of us need more or less of a select vitamin. And the app that I'm using is based on a standard, not a specific to me. So maybe I should get a second opinion. After all, Dr. Google isn't always 100% accurate. Oh yeah, did I mention I, get my, I got my detailed evaluation from the internet? I'll emphasize again that you need to see your doctor before taking vitamins. Since I had a recent detail checkup and having concerns with these results, I confirmed with my doctor. And based on my last results, my levels are good. In fact, vitamin A and C were both in the good range, but a little on the high side of uh, on the high side of being good. So that seems to match the app. I also watch iron closely because anemia was part of my health history, uh, but that was at a good level as well. Now, had I followed the thirty nine percent of vitamin takers, here's what I would have potentially done to myself by a list of symptoms. 
bone pain, joint pain, skin irritation, issues with vision, liver damage, abdominal cramping, nausea, vomiting, irregular heart rhythm, heart failure, even death. While the list is a little bit longer than that, I should hope that I'd be smart enough to go see my doctor at the beginning of symptoms and catch all of those in time, especially since most cases of vitamin toxicity can be fixed simply by reducing the amount of vitamins being taken. I do have to consider that if the problem originated from a self-diagnosis, what's to say there won't be another self-diagnosis to try to fix the original problem? You really should go to your actual doctor. Before I go into more details about vitamins, I cannot encourage you enough to go see your doctor. Have your doctor run all the necessary tests and evaluate with you if you should be taking a vitamin what kind and how much of a vitamin or vitamins that you should be taking. Um, And let's talk about your doctor's visit for a little bit. Let's try this. If I said to you, I have $10,000 to give you, but I need you to give me an envelope to put it in before I can give it to you, would you lie to me and say that you don't have any envelopes? Of course not. You want the money, right? So how come when it comes to going to the doctor's office, you lie about your symptoms? I have spoken with several doctors who've acknowledged that they do recognize countless times their patients lie to them. So you'll take the $10,000, but you don't want your health? Rest assured, after it's too late, your health will either cost you much more than $10,000 or no money in the world will, will be able to help you. I recently took my father to the doctors for a very specific set of problems. And then when he got there, I watched him act like half the symptoms never existed. And this is after a really long time of just trying to get him to go. It it was honestly, it was appalling to me to say the least. So listen carefully. I want to see all of you live long, healthy, fruitful lives. Go to your doctor. Be open and honest with your doctor. And listen to your doctor including about what you should do about vitamins. Since we are talking about self-diagnosing your health, let's find out what prompts the greater majority of people to look for vitamins in the first place. In general, the greater majority of vitamins are taken by older adults and children. To get a little more specific, we can include those who feel like they're not getting a balanced diet. They will, of course, turn to multivitamins to compensate for their nutritional deficiencies. People who restrict their diets, like vegans and vegetarians, for example, will also try to compensate with supplements. But keep in mind, with proper planning, you can get all the nutrients you need with the vegan and vegetarian diets. So I do think it's more for those that are new to the diet who are more likely to turn to supplements. There are people with specific medical conditions that may affect their ability to absorb certain nutrients. Chronic gastrointestinal problems is one that comes to mind. And then there are those who have been diagnosed with a true nutrient deficiency. We can't forget about prenatal multivitamins for pregnant women and women looking to get pregnant. 
Folic acid is highly recommended for them. So is iron during pregnancy. And then you have your major life changes, aging, postmenopause. Um, we just talked about pregnancy and giving birth. And this is just a short list. But as many times as I'm going to tell you to go see your doctor, I believe enough people will insist their doctor is Dr. Google. So let me give you just a little bit more information about vitamins so you can at least be a little safer as you're making a selection. The three most popular types of multivitamins are your once dailies, mega dose, and specialized. Your once daily multivitamins are meant for individuals that have some gaps in their nutrition, uh, whether it's from a poor diet or medical issue or something else. Either way, it's a great way to fill in those nutritional gaps. The basic formulation for once daily is just as it's called, meant to be taken every day. They're typically meant to meet needs for specific populations at various ages and stages in life. And the labels are usually pretty clear. So just look at the label and it's easy to figure out which one that you need. The mega dose and specialized multivitamins are usually for when you have specific health goals. Uh, with a mega dose, you'll find that the select nutrients in the vitamin are significantly higher than the daily recommended. Uh, they're usually targeting a specific health condition, and you'll usually see a lot of these with energy and immune system boosters. Uh, specialized multivitamins will be promoted with a, with a specific combination of vitamins and minerals. They're meant for specific health goals to either improve symptoms or prevent diseases. While you're choosing your vitamins, please keep this in mind. The FDA regulates multivitamins as a dietary supplement. The most important piece of information that you need to know about that is federal law does not require the claims stated by the manufacturer to be true. So yes, they can outright lie to you. Does that scare you? It should. Should you run from vitamins though? Not necessarily. When you're looking at a vitamin label, there are four markings you can and should look for. CL, which is the consumer lab, it's a great start. They test supplements based on identity, quantity, purity, and disintegration. Also, it's mandatory for manufacturers that are using the CL label to have their products tested every 12 months. You can also look for the NSF International Dietary Supplement Certification. They review the claims of the supplement as well as check for quality, compliance, and safety. And what I really like with them is they'll have unannounced inspections on products that, that are listed as certified. You can also look for GMP, the good manufacturing practices. Uh, that would mean there's an established guideline of processes and procedures as well as documentation to ensure the quality and purity of the vitamin matches the label. And then finally, look for USP, the U.S. Pharmacopoeia, uh, a dietary supplementary verification program, confirms ingredients and potencies of what's stated on the label, verifies the human body can absorb the vitamin, and checks to make sure there aren't any unsafe levels of contaminants. Despite all the vitamin safety measures, I still say the best way to get your nutrients is to get them naturally in food because the foods that you're eating 
are combined with other substances that allow for proper absorption in the body. Whereas with vitamins, uh, with vitamin supplements, they're just a pill and it has to break down in your body. It's not the same and you don't get the same. A quick and obvious example is eating a piece of fruit. Fruit has fiber, which slows down the process, which gives the body a chance to absorb the nutrients efficiently. By the way, if you are taking a vitamin supplement and you want to check how well that supplement is absorbing in your body, grab a vitamin, drop it in a glass of water, and if it takes more than 20 minutes to dissolve, it's not working at all. The faster it dissolves, the higher the percentage of that supplement will be absorbed by the body. And if, again, if it's more than 20 minutes, it's not absorbing at all. Okay, moving along. Since I started tracking my food intake, I've been paying attention to my vitamin intake through the foods I eat. Even though I've repeatedly suggested for you to see your doctor before taking vitamins, I have to consider that some just won't. So as an alternative, I'd like to recommend you track your food and pay attention to your vitamin intake. So without a proper test from a doctor, there's no way of knowing how accurate it is, but you can at least get a relatively good idea of where you're at and if you need extra help from vitamin supplements. In case you're not aware, there are 13 essential vitamins that your body needs, broken down into two types, fat-soluble and water-soluble. Fat-soluble, which includes vitamins A, D, E, and K, these vitamins are stored in the body's fatty tissue, which means they'll stay in the body longer than the other, and the other type, water-soluble, which includes vitamin C, and all the vitamin Bs, B1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, 9, and 12. Water-soluble vitamins need to be replenished regularly because they're removed from your body through urine. And by the way, vitamin B12, it's the only water-soluble vitamin that is stored in your liver. Okay, let's forget the technical stuff. They're essential for a reason. Here's why. Vitamin A is for growth and cell development, promotes healthy skin, hair, nails, gums, glands, bones, and teeth. And you can get vitamin A naturally in salmon and other cold water fish, egg yolks, and dairy products. Vitamin D aids in calcium absorption, builds and maintains strong bones and teeth. Vitamin D can be found in milk, butter, egg yolks, fatty, uh, fatty fish, fish liver oil, soy or rice beverages, and just by spending some time in the sun. Vitamin E protects fatty acids, maintains muscles and red blood cells, and serves as an antioxidant. You can get your vitamin E in eggs, vegetable oils, margarine, mayonnaise, nuts, seeds, and some cereals. Vitamin K is for proper blood clotting. It's found in spinach, broccoli, liver, and green leafy vegetables. Vitamin C strengthens the walls of your blood vessels, promotes wound healing and iron absorption, supports the immune system, and is a key antioxidant. Vitamin C is found in citrus fruits, juices, melons, berries, peppers, broccoli, and potatoes. B1, thiamine, important for maintaining a healthy metabolism, uh, normal digestion, appetite control, and proper nerve function. It's found in pork, legumes, nuts, seeds, cereals, and grains. B6 
riboflavin, great for your metabolism, aids adrenal function, supports vision, and helps maintain healthy skin. Foods you can eat for this include cereals, grains, lean meats, poultry, dairy, soy and rice beverages, and mushrooms. B3 is niacin used to metabolize energy and promotes normal growth. In large doses, can lower your cholesterol. You can find niacin in lean meats, poultry, seafood, milk, eggs, legumes, fortified breads, and cereals. B5, this is one of the easiest vitamins to get naturally. It's found in almost everything we eat. And B5 is important because it normalizes your blood sugar and it helps with your metabolism. B6 needed for metabolism of protein and carbohydrates, as well as the release of energy. B6 also plays a role in proper nerve function and the synthesis of red blood cells. Uh, To get your B6, try eating meat, fish, poultry, grain, cereals, bananas, uh, green leafy vegetables, potatoes, and soybeans. B7, also known as biotin. Biotin plays an essential role in maintaining a healthy metabolism. And you can find biotin in egg yolks, soybeans, whole grains, nuts, and yeast. B9, folate, folic acid. B9 is needed to make ribonucleic acid and deoxyribonucleic acid, red blood cells, and synthesizes certain amino acids. B9 is especially important for pregnant women as it does help prevent birth defects. And to get B9 from your foods, you can include liver, yeast, leafy greens, asparagus, orange juice, fortified flour, avocados, and legumes. And finally, vitamin B12. You need this to make red blood cells, ribonucleic acid, deoxyribonucleic acid, and myelin for nerve fibers. If the food you're eating came from an animal, you're getting B12. One last point to mention on taking vitamins. As I do research on the topic, there are countless articles that contradict the value and integrity of vitamins. One rather large study indicates vitamin supplements don't do anything for the body. Another tries to claim it's the end all and then varying degrees of value in between. My focus largely centered around studies that included both vitamins from supplements and vitamins from foods. Every study of that nature concluded that getting your nutrients through food was better than supplements. According to the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, people should try to get their nutrients from foods by eating a healthy diet that includes nutrient-dense foods. Foods can contain beneficial components that aren't found in supplements such as fiber and bioactive compounds. Real food contains healthy things a pill can't give us. When we take a nutrient out of a food and concentrate it in a pill, it is not quite the same thing. Since there are people with certain medical conditions or diseases who may not be able to get the nutrients they need from foods, vitamin supplements may be necessary. People with certain food allergies or digestive conditions would be a perfect example of someone who may need to resort to supplements. But again, go see your doctor. If you wish to live a long, healthy life, a great start is to spend some time with your doctor. Learn to eat a healthy, balanced diet and use vitamin supplements only as necessary and by direction of a doctor.
My name is Chris Fetchick, and this has been Step 7 of the 52 Steps to You program, Dr. Vitamin. As I sign off, let me wish for all of you that one day you'll remember what it was like when you were just 100 years old.